from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Let's talk college football. UNC is a good team. At times, I thought they may have been great. They are a good team that, that I simply do not trust to show up week in and week out. Wow. They are too good to be inconsistent, yet they're inconsistent. That's fair. Right? That's a backhanded compliment and a half, and I apologize, but it's the only way I can, I can accurately convey my feelings. That they're, they're talented enough that they, they, there should be a feeling of, I know what I'm going to get from them this weekend. As a team, I just don't. I know what I'm going to get from their offense. As a team, I just don't. The part of their season, like the, the you know, when, when the 2023 retrospective about Carolina Tar Heel football is written, the, the thing that is going to be most remembered is the fact that as soon as we believed in them, the wheels fell off, right? As soon as we started saying college football playoff, as soon as they got into the top 10, as soon as we started fully believing in them, losses to UVA, losses to Georgia Tech, or lost to UVA, lost to Georgia Tech. Too good to let that be their memory, yet that's where we are. And now they have a rematch of the ACC championship game. North Carolina Clemson. At Clemson, by the way. I want to say it's the first time they've played down in Clemson since 2010. Uh, maybe. I, it's I don't, it's I don't been a while. Let's hear what Drake May has to say about it, and, and more specifically if he sees it as kind of a revenge game or a get-back game from the ACC championship. You know, obviously you're trying to – you know, put out a better, um, better game than we did last time. I think I still think. You know, I think we we outrushed them in the ACC championship. Um, you know, I thought we threw it around good, we moved the ball well. Just the red zone, you know, was the story of the game. Um, they ended up throwing the pick six, which can't do. The fumble turnovers. They won the turnover about three to three to nothing, and uh, I fumbled one with with Amarion um, out the drive. We were up 14-7. They ended up getting seven out of that. So I think we really hurt ourselves. Nothing that they did. We were moving the ball well, and uh, just gonna make some more plays down in the red zone, but. Um, you know, I think we ran it. I think I threw for you know, 250 plus or something, and we ran it for 130. I think Coach said 135, 136 this morning. So it's a good defense. They're gonna make plays, and uh, we're gonna have some adversaries. Got to be able to handle it and uh, get ready to get back after it. They are too good to be inconsistent. Well, guess what? Right. Uh, this If this season is going to be remembered uh, for North Carolina as the season that as soon as we believed in them, they ripped the chair out from under us. Well, there was an easy win against Campbell, then an exciting win against Duke. They've crawled their way back into the top 20. The world is starting to trust them again. Earlier today, I went to ESPN.com. Not ESPN local, not ESPN college football, not ESPN, uh, uh, I don't know, classic. I don't even know if that's still a channel anymore. Uh, I went to ESPN.com and the headline, right? The main, they have that, that uh, like the flip through screen where, where the big stories at the top, they rotate through. The number one big story, when you clicked on it, and I'm sure this has been replaced by the, the Michigan news or maybe the Joe Burrow news, but at the time, during at one point in time today, the number one story on ESPN.com, I'll read you the headline. College football week 12, colon. 
can UNC get back into New York Six contention? Question mark. That was the number one article on ESPN.com at points today going into week, whatever that is, 12. College football week 12. Can UNC get back into New Year's Six, New Year's Six contention, meaning the big bulls? That's the world slowly, once again, believing in North Carolina. Well, well, what's the saying? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not jumping in with both feet. And Clemson is a, ready for this, trap game? Never thought you'd hear that in a sentence. Because Clemson right now is very obviously not Clemson. Right, they're they're not what they've been the last ten years, but that doesn't mean they're bad, right? It's it's like you're gonna walk in going, oh goodness, you know, hey, thank goodness we're not playing them back when they had Trevor Lawrence, or heck, thank goodness we're not playing them back when they had T. Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Etienne. I mean, you can go on and on down. Uh, the the Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence from Wake Forest. Like, uh, you know, thank uh, goodness we're not playing them then. Well, they beat number 15 Notre Dame and they smoked Georgia Tech in their last two weeks. They're good enough to do something. It's crazy to say, but Clemson is obviously good enough to catch UNC sleeping. And I'm not 100% sure that North Carolina won't go into this game sleeping. Because we've seen them go into games that they had no business losing no business losing, and we've seen them go into it sleeping. This is game – I wouldn't say this is a game they have no business losing. If Clemson comes out playing their A-plus game, this is easily a losable game, right? There's This is not losing to Georgia Tech. This is not losing to UVA when you're a top-20 team in the country. This would be Clemson with much more talent. It's understandable, but because of that, I need you to show up ready to play. Also, remember, there's a reason why Dabo Sweeney, despite their faults this season, still has – or still controls, I think, what is it, a 96 to 9 all time record when playing at home? Maybe. I don't know and, what the record it's is. A off cra- the top. It's a crazy number like that. And also, I, did my, my, I went cross eyed there for a second trying to, to, trying to total that up. Uh, he's won a lot of games. I know that much. It's Clemson's senior day. So there's a reason for, the, mm. I mean, there's something for them to play for in that. And I mean, again, the, maybe recruiting do- Will Shipley. Huh? Yeah. Getting Will Shipley to come back. It does, it does have the, the factors of a trap game for North Carolina. So my point is this. I say all of that to say this. Prove that you learned your lesson. Right? When you when you lost to UVA, you can go back and find the tapes. You can find the podcasts wherever podcasts can be found of this very show. When they lost to UVA, I was very much like, all right, you got one. Everybody gets one. Hopefully you've learned your lesson. They went into the Georgia Tech game, and I predicted that they would beat Georgia Tech by 30. I was like, they are going to learn their lesson. They're going to show up. They're going to be locked in from the opening kick. They're going to play great, and they didn't do that, and I was wrong. I'm not falling for it again. I hope they did learn their lesson. I hope they do wax the floor with Clemson because I think that's good for the ACC. I think it's good for everybody involved. I, I I can't predict it, though. Because they've shown to be a line step. They're a habitual line stepper. Not not a good way to describe it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, 
but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. The Cowboys are coming to Carolina. Here's my warning to the Carolina defense. The Cowboys will embarrass you if you give them the opportunity. That's not to say they're unbeatable. That's not to say they're the best offense in the league. But if you slip up for a second, they will embarrass you. But first, this is the second to last, the penultimate hour in our Sin City skateaway. This is the second to last keyword you can use. Uh, okay, so our 4 o'clock Keyword in our Sin City Skateaway, sponsored by Park MGM Las Vegas, Newcomb and Company, and Buffalo Brothers. Our, our four o'clock word is Blade. B L A D E. Text Blade to 919 860 5326 by the end of the hour. So by five o'clock, you have about an hour until this keyword expires. Uh, and that'll get, get you entered for a chance to win a trip for two to Las Vegas. We're giving away a trip for two to Las Vegas, including airfare, a room at the the Park MGM Las Vegas, food credits, and tickets to see Carolina uh, and and Vegas uh, play hockey. You only have two more chances, though. You can get uh, an entry for this hour, and then we have one more keyword coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, and then that's it. We'll announce the winner on Monday, but that's it. I was told, by the way, we're going to announce on this show. So you'll have to tune in on Monday to find out who won. Uh, so, so again, this hour's word is BLADE, B-L-A-D-E. Text BLADE to 919-860-5326 before that keyword expires at 5, and you'll get an entry into the Sin City Skateaway. All right, let's get back to how the Cowboys might embarrass the, the Carolina Panthers. If you believe – actually, do, do you believe that, uh, Graham, that at a certain point you're so embarrassed you can't be embarrassed anymore? Yeah, just kind of like how I feel like maybe the only thing I could see the Carolina Panthers winning this game is that they've lost so much that they just can't lose anymore. Yeah, it's like like halfway through a bad karaoke <laughs> song, you see them loosen up, and you're like, oh, they're they've met their level of shame. They cannot get any worse. Yeah, once so, they reach that point of Bohemian Rhapsody, where it's like I see a little. Yeah, just, so now that, they're going start, for it. Yeah, <laughs> it starts revving up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got a moosh. It's like they don't even know the words anymore. They're just making up making up sounds. And if I'm being honest, it'd be such a Cowboys thing to do to lose to a Carolina Panthers team like this. Well, Let's that, just be honest. That's what I'll say. A, a lot of of defense, a lot of coaching in the in in team sports is the scheme, right? It's the personnel. It's having the better players. It's having the better scheme. It's scouting report. It's calling blitzes at the right time. Calling coverage at the right time. Putting your players in a position to succeed. But there is also an element about being aware of the other team's personality, being aware of the other team's mental capabilities and and where their own kind of, you know, between the ears bugaboos are. To put it to put it uh uh in a different way, a boxer, or not even a boxer, if you get in a fight with somebody, some people cry when they get punched in the face. Right? Some people's eyes water when they get popped in the nose. Some people don't even start fighting till they taste their own blood. You better know which one you're fighting against. Do you know what I mean? One you're going to have to beat with with stamina. 
One you're going to have to beat with uh, body blows over 12 rounds. Another you might go for the knockout in the first round. The, the Cowboys are not an unbeatable team, but if they get going early, they will ride that wave until you are embarrassed. They lost to Arizona. That should say everything you need to know. They lost to the Cardinals. They got spanked by San Francisco. They lost to Philly. But they also absolutely smoked New England, embarrassed the Giants twice, ran through the Jets, rolled over the Rams. If you if you give them specifically that passing offense, it, it's like uh, – you know, you, you don't want Steph Curry to make his first three threes. Yeah. Now, that's only nine points, right? If you hold Steph to 20 points, that's a good day. But if he gets a quick nine, you're not thinking like, okay, all right, we just we, we can hold him to 11 more points the rest of the day and we'll have a good day. If he hits the first three threes, you're like, we're giving up 65, aren't we? He is not going to miss. That's And by the way, Dak Prescott is not the passing version of, of Steph. That's just an example I used. If Dak Prescott in his first two drives has – you know, uh, a couple deep balls to CD and they get 10 points or more, better watch the heck out because now that ball is rolling downhill and they're a team that can keep it going. Because once they get you on your heels, they can dictate your coverage to you. Here's uh, Edgero Evero, the defensive coordinator for the, the Carolina Panthers, talking about just how much Dallas dictates the coverage to the other team. The issue is when you play a team like Dallas, is like, okay, we, we can roll the coverage over there, but then they got Brandon Cooks and they got Gallup and they got a run game and they got all these different things going on. They got a quarterback that could beat you with his legs. And so, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, it's a credit to them, what they've done, what they put together. They've got a lot of good players. And uh, that's what makes them such a good offense. There's nobody you could zero in on. You were talking about. Can't zero in on them. CD Lamb. CD Lamb is currently on an NFL record streak of three consecutive games of 150-plus receiving yards and 10-plus catches. And do you know, do you, like, you want to talk about kind of those Golden State Warriors? Remember how comfortable they were when they were at their peak? Yeah. They were winning and they were laughing and they were uh, shimmying and they were doing all kinds of, like, oh, we are not nervous because we know we're this good. They were playing, like, pickup basketball pretty much at the local, at the local rec park. If you watch – NFL mic'd up. Go watch this past week. It's on YouTube. There was a moment where the Cowboys were taking out their starters last week. And Brandon Cooks just starts casually talking about, like, no, no, don't take out CD. He's, he's you know, nine yards away from, from breaking the record for three consecutive 150-yard games. And Dak's like, all right, I'll go back in then. And then the coaches come over and go, ah, no, uh, Dak, you're out. CD, we're going to get you the record. Cooper's going to hit you twice real quick. And, and two passes later, he has the record. They were out there literally, literally thinking about pointless records. Whose, uh, whose record did he break for most consecutive games with 150 yards and 10-plus catches? Who the hell cares? I think it was Calvin Johnson because they said it, but I didn't know that before that. They're out there just kind of comfortably worrying about anything but the game. If the Panthers' defense, which, by the way, J.C. Horn was ruled out, so you can't even have your most physically gifted corner to match up with these guys, if, if they can get out and get moving, that one can get away from you fast because then they're they're dictating what they can what you can do to stop them and if you give Dak the answers to the test before the game and you give CD Lamb 
man-to-man anywhere, they're going to beat you. They can get away from you fast. So there has never been a more important game for the Panthers to protect the ball early on offense, right? Don't let the, the Cowboys offense get three and four quick possessions. So Bryce Young, do not turn that ball over. Keep Dak off the field. Never been a more important time to force field goals and punts, right? You give up one big play, make them kick the field goal, right? Don't, don't concede in the red zone. The defense is good for Carolina. I get it. But but the Cowboys offense, when rolling, is more talented. If I'm Evero, I'm not blitzing too aggressively early in the game, giving them an opportunity for a big play until the game flow has been established. Yeah. Right? Once it's – all right, this is going to be a back-and-forth battle, or all right, points are going to be hard to come by in this game, then you can, you can, I don't want to say relax, but you can get back into what you think you do best. Before that, part of the early part of the game for the Carolina defense has to be making sure that, you know, Dak Prescott doesn't get the equivalent of open threes early in the game. Later in the game, if that offense has been struggling, you can give Dak open threes and he'll clank them off the side of the backboard. But if he's starting hot, you give him an open three. Eventually, he's going to be shooting half-court hook shots, and it's going to look pretty good. I'd say another point of emphasis for this Panthers defense this week, especially just because you kind of saw this struggle a little bit at the beginning of the season, is discipline. Mm. You cannot allow the Cowboys to keep drives going just based on your own mistakes. Yeah, and and also the the, the J.C. Horn element is, is interesting because um, J.C. Horn's obviously, I believe, your best corner, your best secondary player. Um, I like the other three starters, but I think he's your best, most talented. He came back off the 21 – or he opened up his 21-day window to practice before coming off the IR, which means he's been taking practice reps, right? I assume they – especially early in the week before they had an idea whether he was going to be back or not, he was probably out there with the ones occasionally. That's reps that whoever is playing those those positions is not going to have. So now, again, like you said, it's the discipline, it's the penalties – it's not biting on double moves. And, oh, by the way, you got less reps because J.C. Horn was taking some of them, which is a tough place to be. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 